Relationship 911. Three psychological experts. Dr. Ani. I'm on the side of truth. This is not what women in America are about today. Dr. Ken, either you are this or you are this. That's not how the world works. Future Dr. Adam, FDA. When people go out and Just make because... out with somebody in like a drunken moment, their relationship is like in flames in that sense. One radio producer. Producer Nate. even thinks of it maybe sexually. Speak uh. for yourself. Okay, well. <laughs> and your relationship issues. You can sleep with somebody for a year and still never be in a relationship but with them. But do you really? owe them an explanation? If they don't bring it up. <laughs> Monogamy is one billion percent realistic, though. Are you going to date somebody that's tall and big and has a big dick? I mean, damn. Feel some friction on that. Relationship 911. The following program contains advice and statements that are the opinion of the hosts and the hosts alone. It is important to remember that advice given on the show does not constitute therapy and cannot replace the fully contextualized one on one therapy experience. Are you ready? Yeah, I have an announcement. Okay, great. All right. Announcement. Future Dr. Adam is now Dr. Adam. Oh, thank you. Wow. Unbelievable. No more future, just doctor. Now we can And even newer, Uncle Dr. Adam. Wow. Super awesome. That's really great. Congratulations. Congratulations. Very sweet. Any other births in the cast since season six ended? Quite. Looking at Ken. Well, no. so great to see everybody back for season seven uh, after our break. Yeah. yeah. Who would have thought? Yeah, really. Here we are uh, again. Seven years. Wow. Or seven seasons. Seven seasons. Yeah. Seven are they a seasons. Netflix season or a regular yeah, season? Yeah. Right? <laughs> Depends. Is there, That's great. Um, is there anything you want to talk about specifically uh, for? Okay. <laughs> let's talk about the term virgin. This okay. has been bothering me for months. Right. Is this an irrelevant dated term? And um, I have, I definitely have views on this, okay. but I'd love to get your thoughts on this. Uh, say, is say that, a little is, more about it. Is the term virgin a term we should be using in this day and age? Okay, so here are my thoughts about the term virgin. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, as I understand it, <laughs> <laughs> a virgin is basically <laughs> like somebody that has not had penetrative sex. Okay, that's how I understand it. Okay. So there's all these assumptions underneath that. Um, that you really haven't had sex until you've had penetrative sex. So I don't agree with that because I think there can be all types of sexual sexualization. You can be sexualized, you can be sexually active and never have had penetrative sex. The other thing I do not appreciate about that definition, that view, it's a very skewed male experience of sexuality. So it's it's like kind mm-hmm. of the ideal is that the ultimate male experience is penetrating a woman's vagina and you know having an orgasm Mm -hmm. which I think you know males kind of like get social awards for not being virgins anymore I'm like you know what I'd really love is if there was some kind of like term and award for males um, stimulated in clitoris you know to where the woman was able to have a great orgasm like why don't we have a way to identify that like that would be awesome if there's like this little pin or something or like oh there's you. a word i've heard but i'm not going to repeat it oh <laughs> really can we look it up well it's a term right okay but, but it shouldn't like so okay don't don't repeat it if it's negative so i just think like the whole idea the whole construct of virginity yeah is created around the male sexual experience you think so but can, what about a male virgin well, that's what I'm saying. Like, is it even? And then, and then you actually bring me to my last point. Like, 
who the fuck cares? Like, whose business <laughs> is it anyway? You know, maybe well, if we're talking that. about minors and, you know, you want to know if your child, adolescent, is sexually active, maybe that matters, you know. But I don't think you want to, you want to know if they're sexually active. You're not going to, like, label them as virgin or not a virgin. You actually care maybe just as much as if they've been inside somebody's mouth if they've been inside of somebody's vagina as a parent like that's what you want to know how sexually active are you but as an adult like you know who cares like why is it even relevant anymore sounds like two points sounds like one is a lot of points well (laughs) go back to your initial point was it sounds like you're trying to find a new word for describing how people are thinking or or about sex in uh nowadays not really a new word i'm trying to just say do we really need the term virgin anymore like does it have any utility in this day and age? And I say no. I, I think, and the other ways, you could hear virgin, very rarely is virgin defined as something positive. Um, either, for some people, it's like, oh my God, you're a virgin. You know, you you're not haven't been sexually active yet. Uh, what they term sexually active um, in terms of penetration. Or it's like this kind of moral, religious kind of you're un, you're unclean or you're clean um so i just think i'm like you know thumbs down to the the word virgin Mm. i just in my world i just don't think it's irrelevant well if it doesn't matter i'd like to reclaim the title please (laughs) 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 i figured after a certain amount of not having sex you just return to the old (laughs) like born again yeah 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 yeah. wake up again i don't know but (laughs) any thoughts about that i think there's been uh throughout history there's been so many um trials (laughs) (laughs) coming back to data no this is this is relevant Throughout history, <laughs> there has been so many uh, times where you, where you like tried to put it into a binary. Human ambient sometimes. <laughs> yeah, seriously. I'm you, don't, you don't agree with this? <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. I missed what you said. Starting with history? I don't, I don't think I... No, throughout history, everything was everything was tried to put in binary terms. Yes or no. Right. In, in what you're talking so, about. You know, male, female, um, heterosexual, homosexual, these either you are this or you are this that's not how the world works and as we're as we're becoming more evolved as humans i think these terms that that were originally uh, done out of like a binary yes no black white thing just are irrelevant so i think he agrees with me right yeah yes, yeah also yeah. where does it come from is it i could have just said yes is it it virgin is uh, virtuous uh, clean uh, versus what yeah, and your sexuality unclean? shouldn't make you clean or unclean. Right, exactly. Right, that's just ridiculous. Does it come from a, a, a notion of sin? Right. Uh, well, yes. Is that where it really comes yeah. from? Uh-huh. Well, I mean, as somebody that went to private Christian school for like 12 years yeah. of my life, uh, I, you know, my whole take on that is I met a lot of seriously hypersexual people. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. That just weren't having sex. And, right. and like so many sermons that I listened to, so many... You know, youth groups, and I'm not like hating all of them. my my life. Like, there are some very positive things that happened, but I look back on that, and I'm yeah. like, there was so much talk around sex because people were so repressed mm-hmm. and not free um, to think outside the constructs of the constructs that were kind of sold to them. You know, and again, that was back in like the 80s, 90s. Yeah. Do you remember That's making changed. making that? Um, uh, choice for yourself or knowing that it wasn't wrong did you ever remember that moment i remember that moment thinking well they're they're crazy this doesn't feel wrong to me you know if you're intimate with somebody before sex before marriage you know it's wrong honestly that didn't happen until i was married 
Really? Really? Yes. I've been so... The only reason I didn't have sex was I was freaking afraid because they kept selling me on like, you know, you'll be a horrible person. You'll be... You'll be like a slut, you know, you'll be, you know, all of these things. There's a lot of shaming. A, so much doing. shaming, yes. And I, you know, broke up with people that I loved because we we didn't have sex, but we were somewhere on the continuum. And I remember my first person I ever fell in love with, you know, we got pretty intimate on a, on a Saturday night. Lovely, lovely situation. Mm-hmm. And then I remember walking into church the next day, right. like sobbing all day long I felt so ashamed Mm -hmm. and like I was like I'm a hypocrite you know and I look back on that poor you know young woman and I'm like wow you know that was so that was so wrong to have happened to her you know well do you think with the lessening of religious mores that it's just becoming not such a thing anymore in other words to define yourself as virgin. I think in some areas it's becoming even more intense really I think it's becoming more polarized more polarized Yeah. yeah yeah I do. Yeah. Even like down to like the different traditions, right? About the the, the white dress on a wedding day. Mm. Right. Majority yeah. of people wouldn't be able to wear that. Right. 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 If you're going to like label them certain things. Well, it goes with all kinds. I mean, I've had, in, even in this day and age, conversations with women like, my mom doesn't think I should be wearing a white dress, you know? Right. Like, oh See, my those are the conversations I don't ever, or I'm not able to have, right? Because I'm not having those conversations with, certain mm-hmm. people that are right. able to wear those dresses. Right. And if that conversation even exists, I only see it when exists. they post like, oh, I just found my perfect dress, right? Those are the ones I see, you, like social media, whatever it is. You, you but never, these deeper, you know, conversations are interesting, especially with parents. Yeah. Telling their children certain things. Right. Yeah, that's interesting. Usually about usually girls, because you never hear a guy boasting about holding Guys himself to marriage. Guys don't get sex shamed as yeah. much yeah. as no, women no. do. Yeah, yeah. That was how no, I was going to bring that up. How do you think gender played a role in it? Oh, for sure. Like, I mean, like religious or not, you mm-hmm. know, just like societal's views of, of gender. But it goes back to, you know, the fe- f- female sexuality is so powerful. And I think it has a huge effect on heterosexual men on levels that are nonverbal. And they don't know what to do with that because they're, they feel out of control, maybe of their thoughts, maybe of their bodies. And so the response to that is to kind of try and contain it and control it and shame it um, so that they don't, the shame that gets projected onto women from heterosexual men regarding sexuality is a reflection of the shame they feel about Mm -hmm. their sexualized thoughts and emotions and even physiological responses to a woman. I remember being told not to wear a dress with spaghetti straps at church Mm -hmm. because that was, you know, I look back and I was like, dude, they were just my shoulders, but it was triggering to somebody. Somebody's getting a little like mini church boner. And then <laughs> all of a sudden, like I'm a bad person for wearing a summer dress. But you know, I think that happens all the yeah, time. Right. It's really just about our female sexuality is so powerful. It's overwhelming to many heterosexual men. And in response, there's blame. You need to stop doing that. You need to not do that. Um, that's wrong. If you do that, you're yeah. a slut. Well, you know, and that e- kind of thing. even outside of outside of religious institutions, my which, by the way, it's okay to get a mini church 
boner. It's okay. Like <laughs> that, that happens. Yeah, but just don't get up for communion. Just don't get up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. right. everywhere. I mean, but I happen everywhere and anywhere. Oh yeah, there's yeah. no control. Exactly. I think I think the point you're making is is really important to say that it's not just it's not just in religious institutions. My public high school in a progressive area where I grew up, relatively progressive area where I grew up, definitely more on the blue side, they wouldn't allow women to wear spaghetti strap shirts in a public public high school. Well, yeah. there's all these rules about like you know, length, and the it's like arm, a shoulder, length it's a down. Shoulder, right, right? Right. right. Yeah. I mean, if a guy shows his shoulder, nobody goes, oh my God, you know, like yeah. it's not a big deal. Yeah. Unless it's Dr. Adam because, you know. <laughs> his, <laughs> his delts. His I try to keep them covered. Pretty. Yeah, really. <laughs> I know. I know. Like you don't want to, you know, to protect all of everybody from yeah, feeling overwhelmed. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Jealousy is a real thing. I'm just going to stay out of his way in case he pops a button. <laughs> I know. I know the shirt, <laughs> the shirt is a little <laughs> small so today. Yeah, I love yeah. it. <laughs> he buys them like that on purpose. Very com- he like it's very goes, comforting. He goes to the tailor and he's like, can you uh, make it so you just yeah, curl really. across like that? But that's another thing. I do have a little bit of jealousy about that because I do have a couple shirts uh, where if it's a l- pulling apart even a little bit, yeah, yeah. like a big deal, yeah, yeah. there's no way I can wear that to work. Right. You know, whereas Everyone's like he can like walk around and like if it's a little bit tight there, you know, it's like no big deal. Nobody even thinks of it maybe sexually. You know, uh, it's just like uh, speak eh. for yourself. Okay, well, <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say there Depending are people noticing because <laughs> truly you just unconscious to that. But there yeah. are people noticing, right? Other right. you know guys that might attract guys. Yeah, they're looking <laughs> just like because it, it, that's a thing. If a woman's got her little opening there, yeah, it's pulling against the button. Right, it's the first thing you see, no matter if you're trying not to. Right, boom, right there. Yeah. So, yeah. but going back to the term virgin or someone's virginity. I mean, talking about like heterosexual males, there's this big thing of like they're the first person. Yeah. To, and then that's like a big talk and it becomes very like sure. positive for them, but very negative for that for that person, right? Right. So that's a whole thing that I still think is happening to this day. Where like, yeah, I was there first. Yeah, really. Right. And they hold that as like a badge of honor in some sense. What's right. your current count? Uh, what? <laughs> What's Whoa. your current count of, of deflowered virgins? <laughs> oh my god! You brought it up. I honestly don't think. If, I honestly don't think I've met somebody really that is still a virgin. Yeah. Really, mm-hmm. no one's ever said that. Like you were my first, right after. Like back yeah, but like, like, maybe a long like time ago. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. somebody has in your yeah, life, right? For sure. Yeah. And, and Doctor Adam would happened. jump out the window. I mean, <laughs> and, but then it's interesting. I guess a certain point in your life where that's something that you might not want to take part in sure absolutely because there's a, all this other yeah, stuff yeah. that kind of gets involved with it so it's interesting like emotion yeah there's like emotions. attachment, yeah. attachment. <laughs> no, you oh, might even, have to even the to responsibility i only deal with <laughs> sure. intermediate and above don't break in any <laughs> beginners because it's true it's tough so if you do meet someone that's like you're like one of oh, my first yeah, experiences it's happened yeah. Well, you're thinking, you, you know, go away and come back when you you're. St- yeah. Do you stay with that? Or you tell them to go away? <laughs> go away. Come back. Because you're gonna, I don't know. It's just experience. But you <laughs> Send know them I mean? off. There's just so much work to do. It's true. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, I don't want to go through that. Yeah. Have somebody else go through that. <laughs> come back later. You, you guys know me. I just question everything. I just, I wrestle no. with the fact that that act of penetration just yeah. gets so elevated where somebody's first kiss might be so much more tender, so much more intimate. Do you guys remember the first time somebody held your hand? Sure. You know, like that is so beautiful and intimate and And nerve wracking Mm -hmm. and nerve wracking and human. And yeah, Yeah. all of those things. And like 
So just labeling that one act, which for some people, yes, maybe hopefully for most people, maybe that act of penetration is something beautiful. But I think by and large, for most people, it's not the most beautiful, intimate act they've ever experienced, not by a long shot. And I'm not projecting here, people. I'm just putting that out there. And I think, you know, but when I say first no, I kiss, don't. you know, somebody holding your hand. Um, and even if we're talking like, you know, physically in terms of uh, an act that will take you towards orgasm, you know, oral sex can be even, I think, in some ways more intimate than um, traditional penetrative sex. I mean, anal sex for some people, some people think that that's, you know, the height of intimacy. So, you know, yeah, that's where I've. I kind of think that um, uh, the sounds are shifting, the things are changing, and, and uh, is, is our society well served by this term virgin that specifically involves penetrative sex between a penis and a vagina? I say no. Agreed. Agreed. Oh, I hate it when we all <laughs> I agree. Can't believe it, but yes, I, I do. I was just going to remark on how quiet it got when you started talking about oral sex. <laughs> <laughs> it does. Every, burp. Every time that's I talk about that's usually what happens sex. during oral sex. <laughs> <laughs> and and that wraps up another segment of Relationship Nine One One. Relationship Nine One One is produced by Danny Lemos Creative and the LA Radio Studio. Producer Mike Stark. Executive producers Anita Hamilton and Danny Limo. Social media coordinator Amanda Delatore. Our Facebook, Instagram, Twitter handles all Relationship 911. And our email is relationship911 at gmail.com. Enjoy your week and enjoy your relationships. <laughs> <laughs>